Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. Comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The Goat, premiering on Freebie and Prime Video on May 9th. Hello and surprise. You've been such fantastic fans of Fanatics. Claire and I are giving you a bonus episode this week, huh? We've been having so much fun interviewing the Dexter New Blood creators and visionaries that during our episode recaps, we decided we'd ask them about what they're fanatical about and give you a good old-fashioned mini-sode. Everyone's got their thing. Get your notepad out and maybe a pencil and dare I say a crayon because we're going to talk with someone very special to my heart here because he is from Dexter New Blood, one of the directors, one of the executive producers, one of the creators of this excellent 10 episode series that I got to be a part of. Yes, I'm one of your hosts, David Magadoff. With me as always is my co-host Claire Kramer. Hi, Claire. Hi, David. And we have on Marcos Siega. Yes, Marcos is here. Hi. Uh, not, not only did we have a wonderful chat with him about episode six of Dexter New Blood, check it in our podcast episodes, the one with Johnny Sequoia talking about baking pies. But we're going to talk with him about his love of doodling. You love to doodle, don't you, Marcos? I love to doodle. Yeah, it's something I've always done. And about, uh, I'm going to say 10 years ago, I read somebody's biography who they're like, I journal every day. And I was like, you know, I should journal. And I started trying to journal and I'm like, I'm a shitty writer, (laughs) but you know what I can do? I can doodle. And uh, I started doodling like my doodles were like a, a thing from that day. So I, I doodle once a day into a notebook. I have a doodle that is like a, a, it's a little visual of what happened to me on that day or something that happened to a somebody daily else doodle. on that day. It's a daily doodle. And that's how uh, my memoirs will be written. I love it. How would you define doodling? Like, what is the definition of a doodle versus a drawing or a sketch? Um, I it's, Claire, with the big questions. I, uh, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> hard hitting questions. I can go somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> no, pencil how or do pen? I define How's that? Doodling? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a pencil guy. My doodles are pretty specific because I do them without lifting the pen off the paper. Oh. Um, that, and I break that rule sometimes, but that's how I started 
um, I don't know, I just kind of started doing these little characters and, and the, the challenge was always to do it that way. And I go over lines and go backwards, but I never lift it off. So it, you kind of commit to, <laughs> to what you're doing. And I just like that little exercise. So my doodles are commitments. I like and, that. Uh, I imagine if you were doing a drawing or, you know, a sketch, it's a little bit more mechanical and you go back and fix things and, um, and tweak. Uh, I don't do that. I just, I, whatever it is, it is. I think I got it. The, the definition of a doodle is not focused on the end result. And the definition of a sketch or a drawing maybe is. I don't know. I got to think about that. Yeah, but my but I do. It's funny. I go in knowing what I want it to be. So, mm -hmm. you know, okay. I, I know what, what I, I know what the, what I want the end result to be. Mm -hmm. It's a droodle. It's a drawing doodle. Yeah. Uh, do you do one every day, Marcos? More than I once do one. I do one every day. I, sometimes I do two. But I I love the I I love them on paper too. I have a, an app and I now doodle electronically um, sometimes. But I, there's nothing like my little sketch notebooks and it's hard to explain. I don't think I've ever talked to anyone about, I don't think I've ever told anyone that my doodles are like my journals. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's, that's new news um, to people. But that's why this podcast uh, exists. You know, we had Janina <laughs> Gavankar on talking about her love of moleskin notebooks. Do you have like, you have to, do you have like a collection of a certain type of a notebook when one notebook gets full you get the exact same kind of notebook or is it just moleskin notebooks right here boom, that's boom. what they are if people could see me you would see i'm holding one it's uh, true yeah it's he exactly what one. it's exactly what i get i i get them in different sizes but uh it's the same i just order a bunch and go through them i have a lot unlined or the graph unlined unlined I, I do have some graft ones, but um, I'll change that up sometimes, but unlined. Do you ever give away a doodle as a gift? No, but I took up, I doodle with paint on giant canvas. Mm. So I, uh -huh. I don't like to say I paint because uh, I have art friends who are artists who are um, incredible. And uh, I hate to even, I, I wouldn't even attempt to put myself in the same category. So I sometimes if I do a doodle that I am fond of, I will turn it into a painting and I give those away. I, I, um, I gave those as gifts on Dexter. I gave uh, Scott Reynolds, one of my paint doodles. Um, you could see it on his Instagram. He posted it. It's a, it's a bunch of knives falling from the sky as a guy is running away from them. I, I made a, uh, a white buck. Yeah. You did one on the white, buck. The walk buck painting which i gave to our cinematographer uh hillary i gave clyde a uh, uh typewriter painting so um i don't i haven't given away my doodles because it would mean having to rip into my little notebooks but yeah your yeah. journal <laughs> we'll I, share we'll make sure on our socials uh we'll We'll throw those out so people can see in one happy place all of your wonderful doodles. I love how you do it through journaling and expressive, like just, do you ever find yourself after drawing a doodle? I love getting into it now. Do you ever find yourself after drawing a doodle, you'll be like, oh, fuck, I didn't know that's what's going on inside here. Or does it surprise you ever? Um, you know, what surprises me is when I look back at them, 
not not so much like after when I'm doing it or when I finish, but when I when I look back at um, some of the older ones that I've done, and that's when I I sometimes think that's uh, not who the fuck was I thinking? You know, <laughs> who who is that guy? But you know, look, I, I've had I've had uh, incredible things happen in my life. And I have some really dark things happen in my life and they both manifest themselves in doodles. So I had a friend who passed away and, and I recently was just kind of flipping through some of my old doodles and I came across some and I was like, Oh, when was this? And I was like, Oh, that's when he died, you know? And, mm. uh, and they're, they're dark, but what is your process when you when you sit down for your daily ritual? Describe like the ritual and and how long sort of the doodling takes. It's, I, or and how do you know when it's complete? Oh, it, um, when I put that when I lift the pencil up or the pen up, it's complete. Um, the <laughs> I do it. I, I'm a I don't sleep a lot. I'm a really early riser, so I, I sometimes do them very early in the morning. And it's, it's usually about like the previous day. Sometimes in, if I'm in, if I have a lull in the day, which is rare, I find myself picking up the pencil and wanting to draw something, sketch something. I will try things out. Like I'll be in a restaurant eating. If I go, if I'm alone and I'll be like, I'll grab a pen and sketch something on the napkin and be like, this might be what I doodle tonight. But that's like a, it's like a little previs of what my doodle might be. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds mm-hmm. like, am, am I catching it right? It sounds like you probably feel relaxed and more focused and have a positive attitude towards the end of every doodle. Is that, do you feel like it, you kind of, it helps you put yourself in a, in a good mind space? It does. But more than anything, I don't feel right when I miss a day. And that, mm. um, I think that's like, you know, in Dexter, it, he says um, in episode two, it's like routine, routine, routine. And there's something comforting in like, I think everyone should have a routine. And that might, that's just my routine. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love well, it. Well, Marcos, thank you so much for sharing uh, a, just a, a little bit of your doodly doodles. Uh, I can't wait to. The daily doodle. Yeah, I can't wait to share them with folks and. I love that. I love that you give them away too. That's a really cool thing. Awesome, so. guys. Well, thank you for having me on. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing it <laughs> when it's out there. This is this is our version of doodling. They, every, we don't miss a day. Well, That's we don't great. miss a week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics. Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Kelsey Goldberg. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. Are you tired of dating assholes? Do you want a Prince Charming? If so, we're filming a reality show. Sign up here. 12 American women are flown over to the UK for a Bachelor-style reality dating show. There are so many questions about a show like this because it's so odd. These women have been told that they were going to be dating the world's most eligible bachelor. 
Prince Harry. What? Y'all playing with me, right? You can binge The Bachelor of Buckingham Palace exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.